Good evening. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 23rd Sunday of Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. Please join us this Sunday evening at St. Mary of the Mount Church for benediction and adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. See today's bulletin for information on our upcoming pancake breakfast. We are singing new music for the gospel and the Eucharistic prayer this summer. You can find it in the inside back cover of your hymnal. Though the formal requirement for masking has been lifted, we invite you to make your own choice to continue masking and or social distancing. Assisting us as today, assisting us today as our lectors are Joe Colia and Nathan Wallish. Our altar server is Paul Kuchta. I, Serena Tamburino, am your cantor. Our organist is Steve Steinbeiser, and our celebrant is Father Joe. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Lift High the Cross, number 881 in the Blue Hymnal. name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart, Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners. 
Christ have mercy. You plead for us at the right hand of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. Praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Who can know God's counsel? Or who can conceive what the Lord intends? For the deliberations of mortals are timid, and unsure are our plans. For the corruptible body burdens the soul, and the earthen shelter weighs down the mind that has many concerns. And scarce do we guess the things on earth, and what is within our grasp we find with difficulty. But when things are in heaven, who can search them out? Or whoever knew your counsel, except you had given wisdom and sent your Holy Spirit from on high. And thus were the paths of those on earth made straight. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
them away like a dream, like grass which is fresh in the morning. In the morning it sprouts and is fresh. By evening it withers and fades. In every age, oh Lord, you have been our refuge. Then teach us to number our days that we may gain wisdom back, O oh Lord, how long? Show pity to your servants. In every age, O oh Lord, you have been our refuge. At dawn, fill us with your merciful love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Oh, give success to the work of our hands. In A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Philemon. I, Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner for Christ Jesus, urge you on behalf of my child Onesimus, whose father I have become in my imprisonment, I am sending him, that is, my own heart, back to you. I should have liked to retain him for myself, so that he may serve me on your behalf in my imprisonment for the gospel but I did not want to do anything without your consent, so that the good you do may not be forced, but voluntary. Perhaps this is why he was away from you for a while, that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a brother, beloved especially to me, but even more so to you, as a man and in the Lord. So if you regard me as a partner, Welcome him as you would me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Now which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding yourself unable to finish the work, the onlookers would laugh at you and say, this one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. The great American writer Mark Twain, he who authored The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and The Prince and the Pauper, and many other works of literature that many of us remember from our childhood, was also a keen observer of, of human life. And he had a bit of a barbed wit about himself whenever he spoke to audiences. There was a little bit of maybe sarcasm in his observations about many things in life. And with all due respect to Twain, he probably wasn't the most religious man in the world. As a matter of fact, he probably would define himself at best as an agnostic, but he was also aware of the richness of the Christian scriptures. And one day at a question and answer session that he was attending, a member of the studio or the group audience asked of him, so Mr. Twain, what do you think of the Bible? And he thought for a moment he furrowed those bushy eyebrows of his, and he said, you know, the Bible, it's not the parts that I don't understand that bother me. It's the parts that I do understand that bother me. 
If anyone comes to me without hating, his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. Words that are quite clear and very easy to understand and at the same time are very bothersome and very troubling. And of course the first <clears throat> motion that we want to wake we want to do is let's get that pitcher of water out and water these words down. Let's make them nice and comfortable and sweet sounding to our ears that they make sense. Or better yet, why don't we as a people of faith have a meeting with God and sit down and advise God how these words should have been written. Or do we struggle with them? Does the word of God make us a little bit squirmy? Does it challenge us to stop and think what we've just read? and what we have just heard. We're told in the Gospel of St. Luke, first and foremost, that great crowds were traveling with Jesus. Our Savior is on his way to Jerusalem He's on his way to Calvary. And the air is heavy with what the end result of his mission in Jerusalem and his mission on Calvary is all about. And a lot of people get caught up with a raw, raw moment ready for a victory on the part of our Savior and they as followers to be a part of that victory. Jesus on his way stops and turns around and addresses those who are following him. And he gives them the option he gives them the choice. You want to be my disciple? You got to hate your father and mother. This from the Prince of Peace. You got to hate your spouse and your children. You've got to hate your very life. 
All right, hate might be a little bit too powerful of a word to be using. And as we go as scripture scholars to the Greek or the Hebrew word that's being used, actually it means prefer. So it kind of takes off the edge of such an intensity. But it still calls us all into question. Who do we prefer? Our possessions? Our families? Our friends? Our jobs? Our life's interests? Or the Lord Jesus Christ? And before you say the Lord Jesus Christ, of course, make sure you're ready to hold out your hands and be ready to receive a cross. Because that's what you will get when you say, I will be your follower. I will be your disciple. You see, sometimes within the context of our, our life as being followers of Jesus, we're expecting maybe a bed of roses, a life of ease, sort of a lot of perks that come our way because we acknowledge him as our Lord and Savior. But nothing could be further from the truth when we follow him on the way to Calvary when we follow him on the way to his cross, a cross which we in our own lives inherit and carry just as firmly in faith. Preferring that to the condo, to the new car, to good health, to success, preferring the cross of Christ to anything else in the world. St. Paul is the one to read who gives us the enthusiasm, give me the cross of Christ. I am crucified to it and I live now not my own life but Christ who lives in me. That's what the real stuff of being a follower of Jesus is all about. And so we need not only the word, but also the end result of his cross, the Eucharist, to fortify us, to strengthen us, to give us encouragement, to give us hope, to give us fortitude, to follow him with the expectation that we're willing to carry his cross and willing to be faithful in that carrying and willing to strive each day to be his follower, to be his disciple. May his body and blood fortify and nourish us today and every day 
that we as a people of faith who in our own way say, I will recognize the challenge that that brings and calls us each day to reflect on our real wants, our real needs, and our real desires. And bottom line, ultimately, it must be the Lord Jesus Christ, and it must be his cross. As a people of faith with one heart and one voice, we profess now the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made, and for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit, was incarnate of the Virgin for our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. The third day rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. To our gracious and loving God, we offer these particular needs, hopes, and aspirations that we bring this day in our prayer of intercessions. Our response is, hear us, O Lord, for an increase in fruitful dialogue among the whole church, laity, religious, and clergy, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. As we celebrate this Labor Day weekend, for an increase in dignity, respect, and gratitude for all workers, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. In gratitude for our pastor, Father Michael, as he celebrates his birthday this weekend, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those celebrating birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, or baptisms this month, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth in union with Pope Francis's intention for the month of September, for an end to the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today all parishioners of St. Adalbert and the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother Mary, we pray. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Priests, peace. Pray for us. Our hymn for the presentation of the gifts is number 724, I Heard the Voice of Jesus Say. Pray, brethren, my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and of peace, graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty, and by partaking of the sacred mystery, we may faithfully be united in mind and heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin, 
and by the passion of the cross, he freed us from unending death. And by rising from the dead, he gave us life eternal. And so, with angels and dark angels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. indeed holy O Lord the fount of all holiness make holy therefore these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William, William, and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember your servants, our brothers and sisters, who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, in particular those beloved members of our own families and of our parish community. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Queen of Peace, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. 
through him and with him and in him, God Almighty, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await in joyful hope the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. May we offer to one another a sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy. You should enter under my roof. And only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Our act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. 
never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Our communion hymn is the Supper of the Lord, which can be found on the insert in the back of your hymnal. Precious body, precious blood, here in bread and wine, here the Lord prepares the feast divine. Bread of love is broken now, cup of life is poured. Come share the supper of the Lord. This is the bread of God coming down from heaven, giving life to us, to all the world. Precious Let us pray. 
Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved son's great gifts, we may all merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. And as we come to the, the end of summer, Father uh, Michael and I would like to wish everybody a happy Labor Day weekend safe travel for anyone who will be going away for the uh, weekend. And uh, I guess now that it's Labor Day weekend, there's a few things that we kind of are used to or customarily attuned to, are we not? Uh, number one, ladies, we don't wear white anymore, right? After Labor Day, is that correct? What's that? And white shoes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And uh, I guess the other thing after, now that it's Labor Day, I guess we'll start singing the uh, Kyrie and the Gloria. Yes? Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay, so that's our sign that summer is over and that our Labor Day weekend is upon us. So have a great weekend. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Mass is ended. We go now in peace. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. To bow, the Prince of the Heavenly Host, with the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Our closing hymn is Now Thank We All Our God, number 636. Six.